scientists and know that all that goes into this, but uh, I, I trust that who God put in place to to give us insight into this, they're going to do a good job with it. But I welcome you on this morning. I, I am grateful for the opportunity uh, to bring a service. Uh, I'm thankful for so many. We've got folks that really work throughout the week uh, to make sure that this thing runs. And so I'm just grateful to all those that continue uh, to, to be faithful. Um, I want to just remind all of those uh, who said it, we'll continue to say it. We'll do what's in the best interest here at Cedar Top. We'll do what is in the best interest of all. Um, and so we'll continue. Uh, stay tuned on, on how we move forward uh, come June um, and, and the end of May. But uh, as of right now, we'll continue with services the way that we have been. Um, look, I know it's not been ideal, but we have had the awesome opportunity. I, I was speaking with someone last evening, and we were talking about just how many how the ministries are moving forth right here in Cedar Top, uh, in spite of the fact that we've not been able to join physically for the most part, uh, ministries have grown here, and I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for that, and that truly is what the church is all about. Uh, so, uh, at this service, uh, it's, it's my prayer that you are praying along with us, and, and you uh, you may have the coffee or eggs or whatever uh, beside you. Go ahead and relax and we'll trust me that through this service you will you will be blessed. Just want to welcome again all those that join us by way of Facebook, Facebook Live. Just as a reminder, uh, quickly, uh, we want to remind all those of the ways to give. Um, we have the tithing, we have the PayPal, we have those that continue to send uh, send the uh, payments by way of, of the mail. So with that being said, let's continue with service. And again, I thank all those that continue to work.
Lord, we can be stewards and, and lead and tell people and teach people who you are and who your son Jesus Christ is. Lord, we love you. And we can say it a million times, Lord, it still wouldn't be enough because you call us a mighty long way. Lord, you woke us up when we didn't have to be woke. You comforted our families, Lord, when we lost somebody. Lord, you was a lawyer in the courtroom when justice wasn't on our side. Lord, we ask you to watch across this nation, Lord, and all the racism and things that are going on right now. Lord, we ask you to calm that storm as well. Let the people of you, Lord, come together, Lord, and just stomp out anything that's not of your will and your way. Lord, let the churches become churches that are doing for your will and your way. Lord, let the people see that God is who you are. And Lord, let your grace and mercy stand in us and keep us at all times. Lord, we ask you to watch over those that are on their sick bed. Lord, go visit them, Lord. Many of them are by themselves and can't have family around. Lord, I ask you to watch over those that have lost somebody. Lord, let them lean not into their own understanding, but lean on you, Lord, because you are God. Lord, weeping men do it for a night with joy come in the morning. But Lord, when they weep in the daytime and in the morning, Lord, still visit and let them know that you are God. Lord, we're grateful because you just done so many miraculous things. Lord, let us be like the people on the cross. Let us say, remember me. Lord, I ask you to remember my family. Lord, I ask you to stand and strengthen us and make us stronger. Lord, you're working in our house. Lord, you're making things happen. There's a peace and a calm. Lord, there's a love and there's a as an understanding. Lord, I ask you to put that peace and calm across the world. Lord, I ask you to let people see that, that, that it's a time that we come together, but we can come together in our own homes, let this pandemic pass on. Lord, those that are trying to rush it back out and rush the people back out, Lord, Lord, we ask you to let them use sound judgment. And Lord, we just say thank you for another day. Lord, for the ministers of this church, for the preachers and for the deacons, for the, the staff in hand, Lord, we ask you to watch over them in their homes as well. Lord, let your word enter somebody's heart. Let your word enter somebody's spirit. Lord, let your word enter somebody's life that they may fall out of the ways of the world and do your will and your way. Lord, let somebody have a come to Jesus meeting and change their way. Lord, we say thank you because of you just being you, Lord, and we truly are praying. Jesus' name, we'll always pray this day and forevermore. The Lord Church on Scott Street, Seated Top Missionary Baptist Church, we just say thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
excited at the, the opportunity to preach one more time. Uh, we do not take uh, any of this uh, for granted. And it's our prayer that not just today, but uh, these last uh, six, or, uh, last seven or eight weeks, uh, that uh, we have primarily gone with the online services. It's our prayer that uh, those not just the city of
work, work in the background, I uh, think to encourage, encourage uh, so many, including including this pastor. Uh, again, we'll we'll look at this praying, praying for a for a friend. Uh, I, I thank again Reverend Alfred. He has he has read um, the passage of five through twelve. I want to pull uh, just for an emphasis in the next next few moments. I, I want to pull eight and, and read that again. This is Job. 42 and 8. Now therefore, take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams. Go to my servant Job and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant Job shall pray for you, for I will accept him, lest I deal with you according to your father, because you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job. Frenemy is, a, is an oxymoron and a blend of the words Glenn refers to a person who may be friendly despite a fundamental dislike or rivalry. Or it may be a person who combines the characteristics of a friend and an enemy. Do we have anybody that knows about those around you that have posed as friends and turned out to be enemies? Or maybe you have been the frenemy before. Whatever the case, Scripture calls us to be as solid as possible and make sure our yes means yes and our no means no. But if we are honest, that has not always been us and definitely not always been a characteristic of those we have allowed into our circle. We have before us one that knows about frenemies. Job is a man that lived in the land of us. Scholars believe that Job lived during the time of the patriarchs, right close to the time of Abraham. This is suggested by such things as Job's lifespan, the nomadic Chaldeans that killed his servants, and his priestly functions within his own household. Job is described in the first chapter as one who is God-fearing, blameless, and upright. He has seven sons, three daughters, 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen. You get, the, you get the picture. Job was wealthy. From an earthly standpoint, he seems an unlikely candidate for what is about to take place. We learn of a heavenly meeting in which Satan is allowed to attend. And in the meeting, Job becomes the main player in a strategic battle between God and Satan and ultimately suffers because of it. According to John MacArthur, Satan is confident that he could turn God against, or turn Job against God, because he had already led a group of holy angels to rebel against him. Satan argues that the only reason Job serves the Lord is because he has a hedge around him and that his life is we learn that God allows Satan to attack Job's possession and later his body with limitation on destroying him. And in four succeeding tragedies, Satan destroys the livestock, servants, and all of Job's ten children. And to add to the misery, Job is inflicted with painful boils over his body. And if we're honest, while studying Job, and at times looking even at our own lives, 
we wrestle with the idea of why God permits evil. This is the study known as theodicy. We then have, have three friends that show up in chapter 3. And at first appearance, this appears to be exactly what Job needs. They see him and they mourn. And more importantly, they're quiet. It'd be good to have those around you that know when not to talk and just to be close. This is a good lesson for us. Sometimes it's good to say nothing during hard times and just let people know that you're there. But then the friends make the mistake that many of us make. They, they begin to fill the silent air with words. We grew up singing that sticks and stones may break our bones, but Words would never hurt us. And let's be honest, that turned out to be a lie. Words can hurt. They can be damaging, if not handled carefully. The three friends begin to provide their point of view to help explain how and why Job is in the predicament that he is in. We have one friend, Eliphaz who in Job 4 offers his counsel and with it sound, truthful observations on the service. However, it just was not helpful. We have to realize that information, if not handled with godly wisdom, can still and will be dangerous. Even good information, Eliphaz concludes that Job needs to check the hidden sin in his life. He says that Job needs some self-reflection. And we know that all have sinned and come short of God's glory, but Eliphaz's assumption is not only incorrect, but it's dangerous. How many of us have encountered those that have all the answers for our problems, assuming that we have messed up? Eliphaz even implies that his word came directly from the Lord. There's nothing more dangerous than the uppity Christian always with the word from the Lord for you. We have another friend, Bildad, who concludes that not only has Job sinned, but he finds himself in this predicament because he has not repented. If his sinning sons, quote-unquote, would have repented, they would not have been healed. He tells Job that he must earnestly seek the Lord, and if he is truly righteous, God will sustain him. And then the last friend, he, uh, his name is Zophar, and Zophar takes the accusations to the next level. He accuses Job of hidden sin, an unrepentant heart, and empty pleas before the Lord. Zophar refers to Job as a man full of, full of talk. He tells Job he is not in the position and, and does not have the wisdom to understand that all God is doing. Again, not wrong in and of itself, but just not wise, wise counsel. Zophar was implying that God knew the sins and was punishing him, even if Job did not, did not know. With friends like this, who, who needs enemies? The rest of the book is sprinkled with more bad advice from the frenemies. Job wrestling not only with the grief and his own sickness, but also in conversation. We see Job from, from stating that the Lord gives and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord in the first chapter. 
to cursing the day that he was even born a little time later. However, by the time we get to the end of the book and the text before us today, Job has learned the benefits of praying for his friends. Job point point one. And, and, and look, I know you're I know you're familiar with the story of Job. This is uh, in, in studies over the last uh, last couple of, last week or so. Uh, uh, last couple of years. Uh, look, it's a great study of Job. I, I'm thinking about even as a church church pulling pulling this thing out. I know it's 40, 42 chapters in it. They're quick chapters, but it's it's, it's heavy and it's so so many nuggets in it. So, so uh, preacher, do me a favor, put that down and, and we'll do that for a study uh, sooner sooner before, before But the benefits of praying praying for his frenemies are praying for his friends and enemies. We see one that Job learned to pray that through prayer to trust God's potential in others. I want to get somebody this. Look, look at eight. Look at eight. It, it, it says, it says, Now therefore take for yourselves seven bulls and rams and go to my servant, Job, and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering. My servant, Job, shall pray for you. Something like that. I, 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 could, look, look, I, I couldn't think, I couldn't do anything but see Psalms 23 5 out of this. <laughs> Is there anybody here that, that can talk about God preparing a table in the midst, in the midst of your enemies? Is there anybody that has joined us by Facebook Live that knows something about how God sets you up in the, in the, in the midst of those that meant harm, that meant harm for you? But, but we see right here that, that Job, through prayer, he learns to trust God's potential in others. Uh, we see, again, we, 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 we've gone through it, we've walked through it. The three friends are not what they should be. And let's be honest, we've not always been what we should have been to those that God has put, put around us. But, but Job learns that, that the same God that worked through him, the same God that, that, that battered him, is the same God that can work on the lives of us. See, the problem, the problem with many of us is we forget where we come from. Mm. I wish I had the choir right here, right now. That, but yeah, that, that right there is a sermon in and of itself. We've forgotten just how low we've been at times in our lives. And it doesn't take, look, this is a great study, but, but Job, a Job went up and down. Job wasn't, he was called an upright man, but we know he wasn't perfect. But at the same time, uh, he benefited from God working in his life. And, and God can do the same thing to quote unquote our, our enemies. To quote unquote our, our friends. He can, he can do the same thing that he's done in our lives and work. Work on our work on our, situ our situation. We pray, trusting in even our frenemies' potential. Look, look. Job's job was just to pray. <laughs> See, many of us, God has called us just to, just to pray. God has had to remind us that vengeance is his. But, but, but many times we, we, we do like Job's friends. We go back and we put our little two cents in. And God said, no, don't do anything else. We just pray. Amen. Yeah. 
Christians in, in Corinth. I, I, I'm reminded that, that one plants, another waters, and God gets the increase. We don't know who God is going to use, and we don't know how God is going to use. Our problem is that we pick and choose. We, we, we've got what we think should be in this ministry and be, and be effective in that ministry. And we forget that it's just a blessing that we get an opportunity to be, to be in ministry. And Joel, he learns. He learns through prayers the benefits and, potential of, and the potential of God in our, in our families. The potential, the potential that God has for those that, that many times we look at and say, well, okay, God, God, do it. What can God do? What has He done? What has He done with us? God, Job, you just pray. You let God, you let God handle, handle the rest. Look, we are told, we are told in Proverbs, in your Bibles, in this, we're, we're, we're told that, that you give our enemies food when they're hungry and drink when they're thirsty. That will not only keep burning coals on their heads, but it, but in the end will be I've already said it. Remember that vengeance is the Lord, not ours. And we're to overcome evil with good. Anybody in Bible student that knows about, know about Romans. Reminded that we're called to love, not just for our own growth, but the maturation of those around us. Who around you is, is watching you right now? Remember the, the part, big part of, of Job and his perseverance truth is, is that those around him, they get to watch him remain steady. What opportunities we've had to remain steady in the midst of our suffering, in the midst of our trials, and point those around us to God. What a mighty testimony. But the problem is that a lot of us, we're great Christians when things are going well. When times get rough and when times get tough, we start waiting. And then we wonder why those that are watching us are waiting. Joel, through his prayers, he learns. He learns that, 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 that God can move even some of the some of the worst folks out there. And we in our prayer lives, look, is it's one thing for you and, and for me too to pray for, for those that have been kind to us and pray for those that have done this for us and done that for us. But what about praying for those that are spitefully used to? That's another level. I'm talking about real prayers. I'm not talking about those prayers where you say, oh, God, go get them. <laughs> and a lot of us like to, like to help God out with that. Like uh, 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 pray, uh, uh, God, you deal with them. You know what they've done. No, he's knows what we, we've done as well. The same mercy, the same grace that has got us through. We should pray it upon even those that have dealt with us in harsh fashion. Job, Job learned through prayer to trust God's potential in others. And then we see that Job learned through prayer to trust God's acceptance. Look, look at this. We're talking about praying for your friends. Look at, look at eight in, in, in part, the last part of, of that. It says, it says, for I will accept him, lest I deal with you according to your father. Because you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant, Job. Job has. In that last part of 9, it says, And did as the Lord commanded them, for the Lord had accepted, had accepted Job. That's 
I love that passage, uh, Psalm 20, 27, uh, I believe. And it says, with my mother and my father. That's Psalm 2017. My mother and my father forsake me. He'll take me up. Preacher, that's not That should encourage somebody today that he's accepted you, you're accepted. There's some, there's some decent, decent clubs out there, one or two that I'm a part of, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful to be a part of them. I really am. There's a few organizations that, that uh, come resume time, I can put on my resume. I tell you what, one that I'm really thankful to be accepted of is the fact that I'm a child of God. And through the, the adoption process, he's accepted me as one of his own. I don't, I don't know right now who's wrestling with acceptance. I, I know we all want folks to like us. And, and look, that's, that's good. I, I want folks to like us, and I want folks to be kind. And I, I want to look, and I want to make sure that I'm kind as well and accepting as I can be. Let me help somebody out. You want to be accepted by God, and if you're accepted by God, that's that's enough. Stop, stop begging folks to be your friend. That's not in my notes. That's not in there. That's free. Stop begging folks. Stop begging folks to like your stuff on Facebook. If they don't like you, they don't do this for you, then you're upset. There's nothing wrong with, with being we called to be as kind as we can be, even to our enemies. But at some point, you better, you better learn how to wipe the dust off your feet and go about your business. Mm-hmm. I'm praying that there's strength, that, 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 that there's a certain one or two people, even if they don't accept me, I can go about my business. Mm-hmm. I'm wrestling. This is not in my notes. I'm, I'm wrestling right now with that account. Sustain the 
Look, I, I like that. I like that that that, uh, that, that part in Scripture, New Testament. Uh, uh, Christ, he has to be right before the, the Garden of Gethsemane, right before they, uh, Peter and all in his big mouth self messes up publicly, and the rest of the disciples do too. But 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 Jesus says, He said, Satan, Satan would have to. He, he would sit you as we. He said, I, I prayed for you. I prayed on your behalf that, that, that you'll be strengthened. You'll be called back into the fold. When you're sustained and you're kept by God, you're kept. That's, that's enough. That's enough right there. So we see that, that Job learned. He learned through prayer to trust God's potential in all of us. He learned through prayer to trust God's acceptance. And we're almost done. Finally, he said, Job learned through prayer to trust in God's providence. In 10, look at this. It says, And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. <laughs> Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had, as he had. Yeah, that Job 32 was so powerful. I'm, I'm reminded, even in my own I'm reminded it was a tough time. There's a gentleman, Bernard Douglas, preacher, you know. I'm nothing, he passed. He passed about five or six years ago, passed young. Good, good job. Member, faithful member of, of Pleasant Creek Baptist Church. I love about the community. Great family. Uh, Kadar's his brother. Jawar. Jawar. Good, good family. He came to he came to me one time. Tough, tough time. Tough time. And Bernard was one of those. He knew the Lord. He didn't mind telling him. Uh, but he wasn't. He wasn't one of those theologians. Like every time you saw him, he got to hit you with Bible words. He wasn't one of those. But but he surprised me. He pulled me to the side. I was a preacher. And here I am, big bad. And I'm supposed to be teaching him. And I, he pulled me to the side. And I'll, I'll show you that for you. And he says, he says, Reverend Fain, he, he says, right now I, I know that things aren't perfect for you. He says, but I want to remind you of Job 42. <laughs> And, I, and I'll never forget, he, he said, in the end, Job suffered and struggled. But in the end, God blessed him. Double. <laughs> That's tough with me. I, look, I, got, I know, look, I'm not, I'm not perfect on you all. I got, I got a few tattoos. I almost got that tattoo. I'm ready to be reverend, but another big tattoo. What I'm saying, I'm saying it stuck with me. It, 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 it stuck with me. Now I, I look back some, some seven, eight years later. And I see how God moved. It was a tough time. I was like Job at some point. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I had done. Where I had seen. Where I had, I had done that bad to, to, to have some stuff like that go, go south. But now I'm in, in things on purpose. But now I'm looking at it. And what he's done is he's me. <laughs> I mean, he had to work on me. He had to move some folks out. That's your souls. I'm looking, I'm not talking about just money. 
Job prayed, and once he prayed for his enemies, he was restored.
trust in God has got this. You need to pray for those that spitefully use you and persecute you. Knowing that if you're a believer, your latter will be better than your beginning. Praying. Praying for a friend. Fundamentals of prayer, praying for 
even now, God, we pray this strength. We thank you for the preached word. We thank you that even in the midst of this, lives are being better. Thank you in the midst of this, Father God, that people are still hearing the gospel for the first time. So God, thank you for standing up. God, we pray. We pray for some. We pray for all. We pray for some right now. We know that does not know you in the pardon of their sins. We pray now, Father God. We make that decision. And we make their salvation sure. God, that thou will be done. Thank you again for what you've done on our behalf. Thank you for Calvary. Fixes all this. God, every time you forget us, we'll be sure to continue, Father God, to give you all the praise. So, in the Son, Jesus' name, we ask for all